everyone, and welcome back to AOE Legends. Uh, AOE Legends is the podcast that interviews AOE pro players and it wants to get to know them, wants to see what they're up to in the game scene. Uh, we'll be bringing you content through Spotify, through YouTube, and through uh, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast from. You can support us by streaming our content or by watching our YouTube channel. And we'll have all the links below for anything that you'll be interested in from the interview. Today we have another legend of the game. He's a French uh, player from Age of Empires 2. He's 23 years old. He streams on Twitch and he has a YouTube channel with 4.1 thousand subscribers. Please welcome Sito. Hello guys. Thank you for having me. No, thank you for coming into the podcast. Uh, really happy to have you. You know, you're a player that has been up and coming in the recent years. And um, I mean, there's some veterans like Apoch from like the 2000s, but like from the new generation, you're up there with Hera and many other pro players in the top 10. Yeah, so yeah, I started like some time ago also again, but I'm still considered as a new player because this game is like kind of old. Uh, so I started like 10 years ago, but yeah, I'm like some sort of a new pro player. Yeah, well, no, thank you for coming in. So did I miss anything in your interview? Um, uh, sorry, in your introduction, I guess. Uh, uh, why, why is the name uh, Sito? Where does it come from? Because your your name is, uh, let's see if I can do it properly, because uh, I'm trying to learn French. I live in Canada, so I need to get better at this. So I'll, I'll go for it. So Arthur Alouzin. Uh, that's better than many French people saying it. Uh, at school, <laughs> okay. uh, the, my teacher used to pronounce it wrong, and I, I, I had to correct them all the time. Uh, okay. Yes, uh, that's the correct pronunciation. That's me. Okay, good, good. I'm close enough. So where does the name Sito come from? Uh, so uh, I'm sorry about the boring story, because there is actually no story behind it. It's <laughs> like, you know, you're a kid, you have to... Um, find a name and you just type something kind of random. I don't know why, uh, honestly. I don't remember. I was too young. Uh, yeah, that was just my first nickname because that Age of Empire was my first real game I played. So, yeah, Sito was the first name I uh, I choose. Nice. Yeah, sometimes it's not really a special story. Like, I, my name in the game is Yellow Wall, but I only did it because of the Borussia Dortmund fans. You know, they have the yellow wall behind the goal. Mm -hmm. That's okay. all it really was. Um, okay. I mean, that's a decent story. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you do you live in France or where do you live right now? Yeah, I live in France. I live uh, as a true Frenchman. Uh, I live close to Paris. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I live in France right now. Uh, I always lived in French. France. Nice, nice. Uh, what do you what do you do aside from Age of Empires? Were you doing something else before? Um, uh, so time? before Age of Empires, so that was before the COVID period. I was um, studying, um, so I was studying logistic engineering. Uh, so I have like uh, yeah three years of study of uh, of this. I didn't like it too much, so Age of Empire was like the thing I could try and see how it goes, and it, it went well for me. Okay, nice. So you're full-time right now in, in the game? Yeah, I'm full-time. So being full-time is a mix of uh, streaming, uh, YouTube, coaching, uh, mostly coaching, and uh, tournaments. That's uh, what you do when you're full-time age. 
because uh, like just being a pro like uh, living out of tournaments is really really tough uh, so it's like for a few players i would say yeah the the price pools are very limited you know in yeah we have a lot of more tournaments now than we used to do at, at the beginning of um the new release of de but um it's still difficult you know a lot of people don't realize that you know a lot of the main incomes come from the subscriptions and from from coaching and and other things that are more like the everyday yeah yeah like the tournaments are still not enough i don't know if they will be enough one day for more players but right now it's not it's not the greatest game to be full-time honestly uh but still a few players can be full-time if you have the motivation and uh, like spend enough time you can be full-time do you think uh, because of the price pool uh, being so limited is that a reason why we have like a, a a top 20 top 50 scene that's very limited in terms of players like we don't get like too many new players coming in oh yeah uh, for sure because uh, i had um, i mean i have a friend uh, marine Lord, you probably know him so yeah, now he plays Age of Empire 4. He tried Age of Empire 2 for two years and he gave up because he was getting really good really quickly. But as a full-time gamer, um, he realized that it's going to require him a lot of time to get to the top like, because it's a whole game. So then it's not, uh, it's not worth it as a top 30 player in the world. That's what like, he was getting at this moment. Uh, top 40 player, let's say, to, to play this game because you don't get money. So yeah. Uh, like the fact that you need to be at the top, top to get money, let's say, scares uh, other pl players away. Yeah. yeah. And you you were playing AOE 4 as well. Are you still on it? Uh, I played for like two weeks, so I <laughs> didn't like it too much. I tried. Yeah. I gave you it tried. Results, but yeah. yeah, I just played, a, it was a French tournament, so I was like, okay, let's let's play this tournament but other than that i didn't play anything nice so let's go to the journey about your the game for you how did you find age of empires like who who introduced that to you okay so i was um i was seven and i was playing football with my neighbor uh who was like 14 uh, but he was also playing age of empires and okay. he was playing it like a lot in my opinion and he wanted me to play it and I, I was a really good friend with him even if he was older so he offered it for my birthday i didn't care about video games back in the days i was just like playing sports outside but i had this i had this uh this game and one day i was like okay um let's try but it was like seven years later when i was 14. let's try um so i randomly tried it and then because I was talking about it, I had some recommendation like on my YouTube channel, uh, my YouTube, uh, about some uh, Age of Empire videos. So then I discovered OG and Empires. I watched some videos. I don't know why I watched. Like that's uh, many things that I did randomly. And then I was like, okay, that looks cool. And yeah, I started playing it uh, a bit more. And since 2014, uh, I've been playing it and playing almost only this game so yep uh, i started with edge of empires uh, because of my neighbor and now i'm still playing it so yeah let's see how, how long i will play it that's a lot of fun like it, it's a very catching game you know like um i played it as a kid but when i came back in 2020 i just haven't been able to stop like i just 
you yeah. know, it's my favorite game. I stopped all the other games I had, uh, or I still play them sometimes every now and then, but just this is so addicting. Yeah, I heard this sentence one day from like an old uh, top player. I think it was Chris saying, uh, once you try Age of Empire, you always come back. And yeah. like, you, you can't stop playing it. It's impossible. Uh, it's just so catchy because like the game is interesting. It's always changing and um, it's so complicated that you always have things to think about in this game, even after 20 years. And also, the community is really good. And I think that's a big part of why we love this game. Yeah, that's actually, you're right. It's something I was very surprised when I started watching videos and, and seeing what the people were doing. Everyone was so nice and more mature than many other games, uh, more respectful. And even for those who weren't, like people were really making them, telling them to just be nicer and whatnot. And you just see that sense of community was really cool to see it. So you're right. It's a really good thing going for the game. Um, Sandy Peterson said like in the interview with us that um, they did a lot of game testing. So they were playing the game for hours and hours and hours with all the game designers. So he's saying one of the big successes of why the game is so old and is still out there is because they were testing it so much that they knew they were releasing a, a very complete game when they did. Yeah, and I mean, when you think about it, it was in 2000, right? Or yeah, maybe in 1999. Yeah. And like, right now, it's still, like, of course, some things changed, but if we play the original version, it's still a really good game for right now. So back in the days, the game was insane, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. So you're right now. You're at your all-time high, I guess, is the twenty-seven forty-eight uh, in your ranked um, uh, in the ranked ladder, number two okay. in the world. Uh, yeah, I guess the Edo is changing a lot, but that's not something that matters a lot for the players because Edo doesn't mean too much. But yeah, it's it's still good. Like to get Edo, you're like, okay, um, maybe I'm improving, but it's more about tournaments to result. I guess it shows how much you've been playing lately, right? Because um, I remember watching another one of your interviews and you were saying that you mostly play tournaments. You've been playing yes. rank now? Uh, yeah, I've been doing that on stream because I've been posting um, YouTube videos like uh, twice a day. So uh, I like to have content to post and play like people uh, on Twitch or YouTube prefer to watch 1v1s. And I realized that just playing 1v1s is a good practice for tournaments in general. Even if you, you only play ladder, you are not that focused. It's still better practice than team game. Um, so yeah, I'm trying to play more 1v1s. So uh, now that you're in that ELO, do you have a harder time finding matchups? How do you oh, yeah, practice that's... more? Oh, that's a big issue. Um, I'm haunted by, uh, haunted by this 8-minute queue. <laughs> every stream I do. Uh, so yeah, it, it's hard to find opponents because um, I think the, the, the other opponents get uh, matched against each other and then you are left uh, with like the way lower elos. Uh, I don't know how it works exactly, but yeah, it's a bit complicated. So you have no choice uh, other than uh, smurfing sometimes when there is no one online. So yes, I know guys, uh, sorry, I do smurf <laughs> when there is no one online. I'm like, okay, I, I need to have like a lower account, but that's fine. It's like a 2k6 account. So I have like a bit of faster queues. 
yeah, I mean, if you think about it, there's probably like 50, 100 people in the world that you could be playing anytime that it could be a really good matchup, maybe even less than that. So it, it's already yeah. very difficult to then find it randomly in the queue ladder. Yeah, that, like uh, there are some moments you can queue and find opponents, but there are also uh, some um, tournaments that um, make the players being AFK on the ladder. Like they watch, like there were some best of 20 ones from here. And for a month, there was like no opponent on the ladder. Like, I'm, I'm not exaggerating, like no opponent on the ladder. Sometimes you have to, like, I don't know, find a way to play 1v1s. I wish we could do uh, lobby games with uh, players. Like, just message each other and do lobby games would be the best, I think. Do you have a, like, are you part of a team um, in which you can do that and, like, match your friends in the lobby? Like, just create some, 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 uh, host the games? Uh, so, um, we have a Discord with all the top players, uh, but it's mostly used to play some team games and talk about, like, serious subjects, like, uh, yeah, just, yeah. Uh, be between us, uh, but I don't see it being super active. Maybe we should, yeah, use it a bit more. Okay. And are are you part of a of a team, sort of like you know Gamer Legion? Oh, oh Aftermath? yeah, yeah. I'm a part of uh, my insanity. So Mind it has like uh, multiple teams on different games. Okay. Uh, so yeah, in the Age of Empire team, we have um, Daniel, Anotov, Freaking Andy, and me. Okay. So are you preparing for any coming tournaments right now? So Warlord is coming, um, but it's still a, like, a bit too early to practice it. Like it's just the end of summer, so I was not practicing too much. I was enjoying summer a bit more. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, now I'm back home since yesterday, and I will, uh, yeah, I will start practicing soon. Uh, so yeah, Warlord is a big tournament. So right now we just had um, just so happens this week we had a new patch. And it broken a lot of things for everybody. Um, it's a lot of um, graphic changes, which then led to the graphics cards um, being um, asked for a lot more the, um, resources. And then a lot of computers are not running the game properly. If you have a computer that's like a thousand um, series of, for example, an NVIDIA and up, you are completely fine. But anybody who has an older card, it's not. So what do you think of the patches and the changes? And it's good to have support, but what do you think of, of these um, issues sometimes? Well, uh, I think we're all bored of getting new issues every time we get a patch. And uh, sometimes they bring more issues and uh, they fix issues. Um, maybe it's just like a game with the players like they have to discover the bugs and the issues. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know why like we get issues all the time. Uh, it's weird because they want to fix something and then we get issues uh, like on something else, right? Uh, but about the graphic thing uh, requiring better PCs, I'm not, I was not aware of that, uh, of that uh, issue. And I didn't have any issue myself. So it's for me, it's fine. But I, yeah, that must be really frustrating when, uh, because like when you buy the game, you have some, uh, I don't know, some, some specifications. Stats, like, yes. Yeah, some specifications. 
And then if it changes, like, like while you already bought the game, it can be really annoying, right? Yeah, but I mean, hopefully they'll do a hotfix or something. But yeah, you're right. Like they break more things than they fix them. I feel like they're trying to implement something new. Or like they were saying, trying to make a new code for pathing, for example, that isn't as good anyway. So, um, yeah, it's so annoying. Like sometimes you're going scouts, and you, it's so crazy. You have you're gonna have to micro every single scout now. It's you, you yeah, can't. You can't control. select a group of uh, units that are like far apart, or they like try to they try to gather before like following what you are saying. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think is the biggest difference between a player who is, let's say, fifteen hundred, or a player that's in the two two K elo? Um, now that you do coaching, you've probably seen a lot of that. What do you think? Um, so, I think it's uh, like the big, like the first uh, difference is about mechanics, because um, like my students, like my lower elo students. Uh, when they play, I uh, ask them like all like, all of them. I ask them like, "Are you tired when you play?" And yes, they are tired. Why are they tired? Because uh, mechanics needs uh, is something that you get needs to get used of, so you don't have to think about it anymore. You you get really confident with your clicks and like just recognizing some situations that you don't have to think about. Uh, you just react, and I think that's the uh, biggest difference mechanics because like, two K is played more. That's a simple thing. But you can still practice your mechanics. And that's the most important step, yes. So if you were to give an advice to, in general, it doesn't have to be for a specific ELO, what is the, the best skill to have if you want to improve at the game? Um, be curious. Like uh, Always try to understand why. Like, try to justify everything you do uh, during a game, for example, and not do things randomly and be like, oh, I lost or I won. Why? Uh, I won, uh, but I, I don't care. I go next. So you should think about, like, why you won, why you lost, uh, why you did that in that situation. Uh, yeah, just try to think more about the game than playing, even. That's really good, yeah. Um, a lot of people don't watch the recs. It's surprisingly, I have some friends who are in a really good ELO, still don't watch the recs, and they yeah. could be so much better. Yeah, for sure. Like if you do the the same mistake every time you play, you can play a lot, and you will not improve. Yeah, yeah. So, um, from the last few tournaments or in the recent years that you have played, um, are you most proud of a certain? Um, performance that you did there's something you remember that you are very happy that you made it to a certain step now that you're improving in the game uh so it was not like uh doing a good tournament result but it was like a specific match in the tournament that was in kotd beating liri uh liri 3-0 um like liri was like the, probably the considered the best player on arabia uh winning uh, most kotds so yeah, that was my best result. Even if I lost uh, 4-0 against MBL after this, you can't be on a good shape every day. Uh, this match was like, yeah, my biggest surprise. Uh, surprise, and uh, yeah, I was really happy about it. Yeah, I remember that game uh, or well that series. It was it was a great performance. Like you know, um, like you said, 
it shows that on a good day you could be basically anyone in the ladder or in, in a tournament. Yeah, it's about like being on the good day or like opponents being on being on a bad day as well. I don't think he played too bad, and that's why I'm proud of this win because I really felt like I played good and pressured him so much. Like I was, I would not be satisfied if I knew like he played. If I saw that he played really bad and did a lot of mistakes, I would be like, okay, I just played against someone who did a lot of mistakes. Yeah. So yeah, like you can feel the satisfaction of uh, winning against uh, like a solid opponent that day. And do you have um, a goal of a certain tournament or or some some results that you would like to get in the next few years, or is that something that doesn't really uh, bother you? So for this year, I wanted to do so. Uh, two years ago, I did the top eight in a ST already. So this year, well, my goal was to do a top four. That's like a really big step. Um, so I was really close to it. Honestly, like having MBL in the semifinal was maybe the dream scenario, but didn't go too well. And yeah, I would like to get a uh, top four in uh, Warlord because uh, I want to get top four before 2024. That was my goal. And yeah, if I don't succeed this year, it would be the same one for uh, same goal for next year. Nice. That's really good. Um, do you, do you play a lot of team games? Oh yes, I do. Uh, uh with friends. Uh, like if it was if I was not full time and I would just like play whatever I want, I would just play team games. Uh, honestly, I would just play team games with like friends and just have fun. I feel like team games are much more fun. But also, guys, you can still improve by playing team game. You don't have to play one v ones only. Like mechanics, what what I was talking about, mechanics is something you can improve playing team games as well. Yeah, I, even. Uh... Playing, you know how like people are scared of playing better players because they know they're gonna, they might lose. If you're in team games, the the elos are can sometimes can be very different. So you can learn from the people in your game, in your teammates or the opponents. Yeah. If you're playing team games, yeah, find yourself a good uh, a good teammate, a bit higher than you, who will help you and explain you some stuff, and that's the best way to improve, probably even. So, um, were you surprised that the game was released for Xbox? Um, yes, because I would not expect uh, Age of Empires to be able to play on the be played on the controller. <laughs> but the game looks really good. Like the interface, uh, I mean, it looks playable. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was really surprised about that. Age of Empires for me, like RTS, are games that are supposed to play on be played on the PC. But apparently, apparently, you can play it with a controller. Yeah, there's a lot of automated things in the in in that uh, version, but for fun, it's it's great, you know, to just sit down and turn on your console and it's ready to go. Um, with the computer, sometimes you turn it on and you have a million updates, and the microphone's not working or the audio's not working, and the <laughs> consoles are very smooth. But but yeah, I see how like there's have to be a lot of automation. There's too much micro. The not everybody's Dave with the controller, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. We play. He was the first one playing with a controller. Uh, I guess. Great. I don't know how it is exactly if if you can micro or not uh, with the controller because, like, on the PC, if you use the controller, you can't do anything. But here, I don't know if it's easier on the the Xbox. Uh, 
Mm. Yeah, yeah maybe in the expert's version, yeah. But no, it's very difficult. Like, the stuff he was doing was just really cool. Like, it shows that you can also get to a certain level of, of micro, but it's more of a macro intensive for the controller player than, than micro. There's not much they could do with the micro. Yeah, but you micro is not the most important thing. And that's uh, showing that you can... Like, Dave is not a pro player, but he still reached a good elo with a controller. Because uh, it's still a strategy game, right? And it's more about um, like thinking and having the good decision making than clicking everywhere and being so fast. So so many players click so so fast and are like, okay, I'm like really fast. I'm so skilled, but that's not the edge of empire skill. Of empire skill is thinking while playing, and uh, you can still do it with a controller, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like. Uh he was beating players that were like 1500 and he was way slower way slower his apm compared to like a computer player was was really decent but still slower you know you're limited with a controller yeah. uh, do you but, remember the the amount of uh, apm no i i don't it's been a while since i watched his stream um now that I, I i moved temporarily um it's been very hard to keep up with all the streams uh, before I used to be able to follow three or four streams at a time. Um, recently, I've been struggling to even watch one uh, oh. player. So I've I've been mostly playing one v ones and watching YouTube to improve myself lately, since um, I have less time. But um, even that's still helpful. Like um, it, it does show that, like you said, you don't have to be the fastest of players, but if you know what you're doing, um, it can make a big difference. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, uh, we made it to the last section of the podcast, which is called uh, hand card questions. These are just quick questions I ask you, um, and then you know, uh, we get to know what your favorite things are for some some of the stuff in the game. So, okay, which is your um, favorite mod in the game? My favorite mod, uh, no wall mod. I which just one? played the uh, no wall mod. Oh, okay. <laughs> Like it's a mod, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, were yeah. you talking about graphic mods, or it could be that too? It it, it could be any mod, anything that's for fun. Either okay. somebody downloading a mod for a campaign, or downloading, like you said, for limiting a certain scenario. Yeah, yeah. I I played the show match with uh, no wall mod, and yeah, it it's cool. Like uh, I like the aggressive playstyle, so I like the, this mod. It's like the Horn Wars back in the day. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and I was playing it. That's maybe why I liked. Yeah, yeah. It was um But anyway, so yeah, so we have um what what's your favorite sieve? Uh Chinese. Chinese. Very strong sieve. Yeah, uh, I like OP things. Oh, I like they, Chinese. They can do anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um what will be your second choice after Chinese? Uh Malians. Malians are like a bit similar, just just different in Imperial Age. You have to do food units. You can't go out ballast, like it's too weak. But before that, they are like solid at any stage. And I like thieves that can play aggressive early on, uh, like with a good early game. So Malians are really good. Nice. Yeah. Um, what do you have any other favorite games that you play, or are mostly just AOE? Uh, I played some games with the Age community with some friends. So I played uh I played Left 4 Dead. I don't know if you know it. 
No. Uh, it's a zombie game. I played Rainbow Six Siege a bit. Like, when I'm playing other games, I'm not oh, playing yeah. it seriously. Just, that one I heard. Just from time to time. Yeah. And that's it. Like, maybe some other games from time to time, but I don't remember. Hmm. Do you prefer uh, multi-queue or select all for queuing your units? Uh, multi-queue. I'm considered, like, a slow-moving player when I play. <laughs> I don't move my screen around too much, so I like uh, just selecting all my buildings and just creating stuff easily. Nice. And what is your favorite map to play? Uh, Arabia. Arabia? Yeah. It's and... Arabia. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 there was a discussion actually lately in a um, uh, Facebook group that I'm in. Someone was saying this should be a more balanced map for all civs. And someone was like, isn't that like what Arabia really is? Yeah. And, or, and somebody was like, no, I need to have lakes and needs to have this. And I was like, well, that's for lakes or they have Baltic or you have. The... So there is a game for everything, but do you think Arabia is, is decently balanced for everybody? Uh, yeah. I feel like when the devs are changing your seas, um, it's, uh, mostly about Arabia. So it's, uh, Probably the most fair map at the moment. Nice. And if you had to pick one game, it's probably very obvious from the AOE franchise, one, two, three, four, or mythology, which is your fave? Uh, for Age of Empire, four, obviously, right? <laughs> no, no, that's Age of Empire two, guys. Uh, only Age of Empire two. That's by far the best. Did you ever play uh, mythology or or the other ones? I tried all of them on stream. Uh, so one day I decided I would buy uh, like all the uh, Age of Empires. And uh, yeah, I, I tried like two days for each game. Um, so it's fun to play with some friends, but I would not play it seriously. It's like, it's a bit frustrating when you tried Age of Empires 2. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for, for the competitive scene, AOE 2 is just so great right now. So yeah. Yeah, but I like uh, the other games just to play it from time to time because that's something you don't know the game too much and you are discovering and I feel like it's uh, it's some kind of fun to to discover a game and just like not be bothered about playing good that's also fun when you play different games because right now when I have like one second of IWTC I'm like oh shit you know I need a Jeff Bio 2 while when I play other games like when I tried Age of Mythology I didn't care and it's it's a lot of fun yeah I I actually miss the time where I was playing for fun, you know, they were <laughs> like, uh, you open the game and you're just like, everything is slow. And like, I can't do that anymore. It's like, you, you think oh, I could be doing this. I could be doing that. Yeah. Like it, do you, you miss that? to read stuff? Yeah. 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 I, I, I miss that uh, a bit. That's why uh, playing some other games from time to time is good. Uh, but also I still prefer the competitive aspect. So I would not want to go back and, uh, and yeah, be you know, but at the Champire too. I, I prefer to like uh, be competitive and uh, try to think about the details of the game. That's my favorite part still. Nice. Well, do you have any questions for for me for for any, any of the viewers uh, for in the comments? Uh, uh yes. Who is uh, who is next on the list for the podcast? Who's next? I actually have uh fifteen hundred. 
1600 ELO player coming in. Uh, I would like to interview someone who is mid-ELO because um, I, I think um, it's great to have, you know, pro players and everything, but I feel like I want to tell people how to improve in the game and, and having someone who's in the middle of everything, it will be good because they, they could tell you how they improve from just being a 1000 or a beginner to just getting to a very decent level. Um, so we're we're gonna have a player. It's a it's a surprise. I I don't I won't I won't really reveal the name yet, but yeah, he's just a middle player and very excited to see what his perspective on the game is compared to the pro players. Okay, I mean you're really at Caporch, so you can maybe put me as a middle elo player. No one will notice. No, you you I mean you're 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 great. You're doing great right now in 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 the ladder and like uh, you know, it's very competitive up there. Like you even like a putch you're saying like this guy was like um coming in all the way from retiring and then coming back, leaving, coming back and even then like his playstyle is very defensive, but he still manages to do really good um, uh, tournaments and make it up there in in, in 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 the very top. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, that's really cool to see some, uh, let's say, older players. He's still young, guys. I'm not saying he's old, but compared to the like, uh, compared to me, <laughs> yeah, your generation players competing really good. Yeah. Do you consider you're you're in the you Hera and Leary and like the the youngsters like that's the 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 new generation oh yes yeah because i'm part of it so i'm i'm saying yes <laughs> is i can't yeah. remember is kingston younger than you guys i think he's a bit older than me but just a bit maybe like 25 okay so he's also roughly in the same generation yeah yeah there's a lot of young players right now uh i would say like uh, the gl are older but am players are all kind of young and then who do you have like I guess Doubt is our daddy, like of all the players, but <laughs> he's, he's like the grandpa. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's the grandpa, yeah, exactly, he's the grandpa. But well, uh, we love the grandpa. Except the GL players, everyone is kinda young. Yeah. Well, great. Thank you for coming into the podcast and I appreciate your participation. Um I wish you good luck in, in your next eight-tier tournament. Hopefully you make it to a, a really good position. Um, I'm sure you will. You know, you're grinding a lot in the ladder and, and practicing and coaching, and that's really good. So um, I'm happy for you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I'm also happy. So yeah, thank you. <laughs>